You're listening to Wikisleep Podcast, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Adrian Sala. Before we begin today, I want to say thank you to everyone who was reviewed, rated, or donated to Wikisleep. Every contribution is valued and helps me reach a wider audience. If you haven't yet contributed and want to help, you can do so by sharing the podcast, writing a review, or contributing single or monthly donations of any amount. Visit wikisleeppodcast.com to learn more or to get in touch. As we begin today, let's find our focus by doing a bit of deep breathing. Deep breathing is a wonderful tool to use whenever you may need, whether you're feeling anxious or any other time you need to find calmness and focus. When you're ready, expel all the air from your lungs. Then, breathe in deeply, filling your chest and abdomen all the way up. At the top of your breath, pause for a moment or two before emptying everything completely. Repeat this deep breathing a few times to help calm your mind and get settled for today's story, which is a story of the golden age by James Baldwin. To the simple-hearted folk who dwelt in that island 3,000 years ago, there was never a sweeter spot than the sea-girt Ithaca. Rocky and rugged though may have seemed, yet it was indeed a smiling land embosomed in the laughing sea. There, the air was always mild and pure and balmy with the breath of blossoms. The sun looked kindly down from a cloudless sky, and storms seldom broke the quiet ripple of the waters which bathed the shores of that island home. On every side but one, the land rose straight up out of the deep sea to meet the feet of craggy hills and mountains crowned with woods. Between the heights were many narrow dells, green with orchards, while the gentler slopes were covered with vineyards, and the steeps above them gave pasturage to flocks of long-wooled sheep and mountain-climbing goats. On that side of the island, which lay nearest to the rising sun, there was a fine, deep harbour 
For there, the shore bent inward, and only a narrow neck of land lay between the eastern waters and the western sea. Close on either side of this harbour arose two mountains, Neritus and Nereus, which stood like giant watchmen, overlooking land and sea and warding harm away. And on the neck, midway between these mountains, was the king's white palace, roomy and large, with blossoming orchards to the right and the left, and broad lawns in front sloping down to the water's edge. Here, many hundreds of years ago, lived Laertes, a man of simple habits who thought his little island home a kingdom large enough and never sighed for a greater. Not many men had seen so much of the world as he, for he had been to Colchis with Jason and the Argonauts, and his feet had trod the streets of every city in Hellas. Yet in all his wanderings, he had seen no fairer land than the rocky Ithaca. His eyes had been dazzled by the brightness of the golden fleece, and the kings of Argos and of Ilios had shown him the gold and gems of their treasure houses. Yet, what cared he for wealth other than what which his flocks and vineyards yielded him? There was hardly a day but that might he be seen in the fields guiding his plough, or training his vines, or in his orchards, pruning his trees, or gathering the mellow fruit. He had all the good gifts of life that any man needs, and for them he never failed to thank the great river, nor render praises to the powers above.